Welcome everyone. Welcome to our latest astral, astral interview with Sarah Troy. And uh, Sarah's been podcasting for a while now. Uh, I last interviewed her 10 years ago or more. Mm. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while and I'm sure lots has happened since then. Mm. But before we get into what all has happened, tell us about Sarah. Tell us how she got interested in doing podcasts. Tell us a little bit about your background and your past history. Oh, gosh, too long for the past history. Well, nutshell it. <laughs> yes, um, I, I'm a spiritual, you know, counselor, coach by design, you know, uh, by God's design. Um, yes. It's always been my path, you know, to teach, knowing us to be a disruptor, to shake things up, lead people down a different path. And I've taken many different roads in my life to get there. But I was at a crossroads in 2012, actually in a bout of depression. And when I'm in depression, I need to get proactive and help other people. And I did that. And somebody reached out to me and said, oh, I think you should come on my network and, and uh, do some podcasts. And I didn't really know what a podcast was at that point. <laughs> and uh, I joined her for 13 months. I was on her network with live shows. And I call it the soap opera training because it literally is you know, it's alive, it's, it's happening and people disappear and you disappear and all sorts of lovely technical things yeah, go yes, on. Yes. And so it was really good training. And, uh, but then I decided I wanted to go further and have more voices. So I opened up my own network which June will be seven years, uh, eight years now I've been doing podcasting. And uh, it opened up to other people who were hosts who have come and go. Yeah. Um, some have stayed with me for a while, some dipped back in, some yeah. just had the experience and off they went. But I've done about 2,000 shows now and got about another 500 collective of other hosts <laughs> and uh, get to get to interview people who are making a difference in the lives of others because they made a difference in their own life. And so it's really illuminating and, and just, oh, it's the stories that you hear and the solutions and the, the guidance is just extraordinary. Wow. So, so such a service you're doing too. Cause I always say that, you know, there's so many amazing personalities out there that people know nothing about mm -hmm. They you know, and how will they ever know about them if there wasn't people like you out there to interview them? So thank you. Everybody has a story. Oh, no, I mean, you're doing the same. But it, it is, it is um, everybody, you know, some people, how many celebrities do you interview? And I say, everyone is a celebrity. Absolutely. I am celebrating who they are, what their journey is, and what they're contributing to the world. So they're all celebrities to me. Absolutely. They all are. And um like Bill Hinchcliffe, for example, you mm -hmm. introduced me to him mm -hmm. and what an amazing individual he was and is. Yes, yes, right. yes. He goes by the name Bill Mackey now and what's oh, evolved from, yeah, what has evolved from him is, is let even uh, Microsoft look at artificial intelligence from what he's learned and what wow. he's done. And, and we were talking about Tesla beforehand and how he channeled down and how people are channeling still his innovations. And Bill is one of those people. He, he talks to Pascal Fractal and, and various other innovators and just downloads it. And yeah, he's, uh, he's quite evolved. We, we are no longer together, but he's definitely evolved into a different yeah. direction. Yeah, that well, is quite mind blowing. Certainly, certainly helped me a lot. Like uh, he introduced me to healing and he introduced mm -hmm. me to my healing abilities. So mm -hmm. He's and very good he at has, switching that on. <laughs> pardon me? He's very good at switching that on yes, on people. And, yeah. and so, like, you know, he connects and you're connected, period. It's so fascinating. So what about you? What else are you doing other than the podcast? 
Uh, well, the podcast is, you know, Self-Discovery Media is my platform and it's, I'm a service-based industry. So I am here, um, I call it the Orchard of Wisdom Library. The library is free for people to dip into and, and listen and partake in any, any of the shows that uh, uh, attract them. Um, but I am a service, so I do charge for my shows. Uh, right now, because the wonderful Canadian government is subsidizing us, um, I am not charging for my shows right now just for my mentors. Right. Uh, my mentors are people that are, uh, have a different type of platform. They're there with their services and how they're there to help people with what they're doing. And so it's slightly yeah. a different, um, um, a slightly different angle. But I am full time on this. You know, everybody's talking about, I don't know what to do with my time in isolation. Nothing's changed for me, except for not being able <laughs> yeah. to go for the walks and go for tea. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I'm just full force here, you know, and, and, a lot of the shows we're doing is how to navigate through these times right now and how to prepare and what is the lesson here and how can we change in this beautiful opportunity so a lot of the shows are kind of around that right now well lots i would say no matter what's going on there's so many positives of what's going oh, yeah. on right now yeah and if yeah. we look to those positives we'll open up new realities for ourselves in our lives rather than focusing all the on all the other hoopla that's happening yeah it's a gift of time absolutely it's a gift of of reflection review renew uh, we know we have to go about our lives in a different way the fact that we are globally being forced to slow down redirect and um and, and review how we do our business, how we do our daily practice, how we communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. It has truly been a gift, obviously not to those that have lost people. Yes. My landlady has lost five people to COVID and her brother dropped dead oh the other day God. of a heart attack. So she's had six people in six weeks. Oh my God. And I had a, an, um, a cousin-in-law who we didn't think he was going to make it. He was three weeks uh, in the incubator with the tube down his throat and he's only just come out. And he's got a long haul in front of him. Um, but, you know, he's alive and that's what we're grateful for. And, you know, we mourn those people that have, that are, have gone and didn't have the closure that they needed, but also for the people that are left behind that didn't get to say goodbye. And what we're, our next round is going into as things calm down is all our forefront people and the post-traumatic stress they're going to go through. We now need to step up and be there for them. Mm -hmm. That's mm, so true. And, and, you know, ultimately, we're all one. And so mm -hmm. we're all doing whatever we can the way we know how whatever our consciousness allows us to do, right? Yes. And so yes, yes there'll be good and bad, but if it, it all will balance out in the end. And there's so many people that I talk to every day on the front lines. And when you hear it from their perspective, it's quite a different thing. And um, yes, and the front line isn't just the nurses and the doctors, no. you know, the bus drivers, uh, the, yes. the, the grocery, but my son has a restaurant and he could have closed and taken his benefits. Um, he actually had snapped his Achilles heel just as this happened. So he's in the restaurant in a cast, you know, with his leg up, taking orders for takeout. He's making no money because his overheads are so high, yeah. but he stayed open to be there for his community. That's, That's right. being there for him. And, you know, that's, you know, biting the bullet and everything else, being able to create jobs for some of his staff and provide meals for the people in the local community. And I think 
the test is going to be, isn't it, that those companies that profiteered from this and yeah. those companies that stepped up for their communities. And yeah. I mean, that is, you know, it's, it's going to be very interesting when this is and I mean, not, not going to be all over soon, but as it, trans <laughs> as it transforms. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone right now is realizing that, you know, all they need is their necessities, right? Because yeah. ultimately in this situation, nothing else is important but the necessities, right? Yeah. A gratitude, so, right? The positive right? attitude, yeah, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, right? Well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're wearing, you know, the the Gucci or whatever other brand name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that's the exterior life. You know, yeah. this is the gift of time to go in the interior. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people I'm sure you've interviewed too that, you know, were CEOs and, you know, working 80 hours a week and, you know, fancy house and this and that. And, and it was like, what am I working for? Exactly. I'm becoming sick. Yeah. I never see my family. I don't even get to enjoy yeah. the big house, the fancy car or anything else. And, and they, something comes along like a cosmic two by four to flatten them. Yeah. And out of that, out of those ashes, you know, comes the true bloom. And where they are now, they feel so much more enriched and more abundant. And the money they have is enriching them to do what they want to do. And they no longer become a slave to the money. So it's, it's a really good, I've just done a business show today when, and it's where a lot of people are having to relook how important is their business in their life? How can they simplify it so that the real things that matter in life, they can pay attention to? So let's get back to your podcast, like 2,500 podcast ones yeah you must have you must have your favorite so you must have somebody that stands out that you want to share with I, me i get asked that a lot and it's so hard you know it's so hard because there's just too many but i do always refer to keshi who was actually on america's got talent in 2017 and she came back for the champions one and keshi is a burn victim um, she'd burn victim from a plane crash, 65% of her body burnt, clearly disfigured. And she had the courage to get up there on America's Got Talent in front of millions of people and show them her heart. And it's her singing that got her through it. I've had the honor of interviewing her three times. The second time was with a veteran that was also a burn victim. People who listen to the show, they say they cried, not because they felt sorry for them, because they were so inspired by them. But she always leaves me with a little nugget. And the last one was the, you know, um, one of the hardest things to, to tackle the, is the itching. I itch all over my body all the time. You know what happens when we have one itch, it drives us crazy. Yes, yes, Imagine yes. all over our body. And yet there she is putting an album together. Mm -hmm. You know, she works with the parameters of her body and her needs and putting the music out to lift other people up. So she's one of them, but there's been many, many. Wow. Wow. So, well, that's a very profound one to mention. And I'm sure there's been many because I've interviewed many and I know how it feels. Mm -hmm. and, and some of these mm -hmm. personalities are just, they're, they're so precious. They're yeah. so precious. They're so yeah. Precious. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, as you're interviewing people, what's going through you? Like, what are you feeling or what are you thinking as, you know, as, as the service you're doing? What do you feel about it? Um, I have had the very best therapy over <laughs> the last eight years doing this. Um, the inspiration that you get from other people. Absolutely. Or of what some people have gone through, yet they still get up every day and find a meaningful purpose and service in life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for me, gr a gratitude on who I, you know, and honored the stories that I get to share with people and uh, a liberation of myself. You know, I've truly come into myself 
100% embracing me for me and not trying to be anyone else, which was always my battle, and, uh, and, and learning to like me for me. And, you know, my shows are very organic. Um, most of them are referred. Mm -hmm. And it's just literally been a whole entire network built one show at a time. And, um, you know, there's very few people I'm that sorry. I wouldn't have back on again. There's yeah. many people I do have back on again. Yeah. And yeah. It, we've built a community here, which is something okay. that's very precious to me. So when you say, yeah, so this community you've built, um, do you, or have you, you've obviously interviewed people worldwide. Wide yes, 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 and, worldwide. Um, yeah. What about, what about the, what about the local community? What's your impression of the local versus the, the global? Uh, local, local or global? Are you talking about like well, your community? Like, w what is the um, reception you get locally versus globally? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, like I would, I would say many. Well, I mean, the only thing is locally, if I get to interview people, I actually get to meet them, which is nice. Right. You know, that's you know, I, I was having these lunches, ladies' lunches for people we've interviewed, and it's just been there in support of one another, and yeah. it's nice to have that physical contact because my life is this. You yeah. know, the screen. So it's nice to have that contact. But quite honestly, whether I'm interviewing somebody that's in India, Australia, Brazil, or anywhere in the world, Europe, you know, once you make this connection, it's all energy. That's we right. are exchanging energy. So it doesn't matter if they're physically in front of me. The only thing is I can't give them a hug. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is the uh, energetic hug. Yeah. And you never, I've actually got to meet people that I've interviewed over in Europe. And when I went to England, I just said to people, okay, I'm here at this place at this time. If anybody can come and nine people came and I got to actually physically to meet them. And that signature was the same from from you know when we had actually done the interview yeah. because it's already been formed energetically yeah. we'd already formed it it's just kind of nice to actually have the physical there too yeah there it's, it's like they become friends or family and it's like you know you're seeing a friend or yeah. family after a long time but you you can pick up where you left off yes and yes. so easily and so lovingly right yeah exactly you know you just pick up that signature and off you go again and as i said i've gone back and interviewed people that i interviewed years ago and although we may be on a totally different topic that signature is there and we're right there again and it's it's i love this community it's what gave me hope and faith in humanity again you know we keep seeing i call it the cnn effect they take a pimple and make it into a volcanic eruption you know hysteria and fear and hate yeah. cells and you know you look at that and you go what's the point of living and then you get to to meet these people and the stories that they share and the enthusiasm the love and the passion and it just shows you how there are so many beautiful souls in the world why are we not sharing their stories, their stories. absolutely right. yeah absolutely so you, you interview, like, I mean, you said it's organic for you. So there's no set topic or anything yeah. like that. What comes is what you, what you move into. Is that correct? Well, on my own shows, you know, very often I just put the camera on and what comes out because I do my own show every week, Sarah's View of Life. And it's yeah. just my perspective of what I'm seeing or feeling or whatever's going on. So is it um, channeled or is it just life experience? Yes, whatever, whatever. You know, this, uh, I've just done a one about blogging, you know, becoming a blogger. And the one before that was mourning the dead. And, you know, the other is the gift of time. You know, it's, it's yeah, whatever yeah. It comes up. But, but when I'm with people, we do take a topic to home people in. So they have a direction to go to. But you know, we'll address that topic. We'll address what the, the content is, but it's extremely organic conversation as how we go about that. So there's never question, answer, question, answer. I'm, the questions I ask them or the conversation that we have is inspired 
by our, our interaction. response to interaction with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I usually like to, to communicate with people about themselves first, about their own mm -hmm. life rather than their vocation or what they're yeah. doing. Um, mm -hmm. to, to have an intimate um, relationship with them as a being before whatever it is that their passion is in life. Yeah. But we're always saying before anybody buys anything from you, they need to buy you. So yeah, if you right. are could essentially selling somebody to somebody, yes. you know, you want you want to let them feel that person. Absolutely. Let them feel that connection before you mm -hmm. you understand what it is they're they're pitching. And I'm sure like with you, you know, I, I get different levels of people and there are some people that come on that immediately go into the pitch mode. Yeah. And I'm always steering them away from that. Yes. You know, this is storytelling. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we, we wanted that, you know, the second half of the show that it it, it is about what you've got for them. But if they haven't got you, then they're not interested in what you've got. And and that just comes from the training they've had or an old paradigm of of presenting themselves, you know, and maybe having been able to have that conversation because it's not been their style. So So it's been ten years since We've last spoken. So have you had the desire to write or have you written or? <laughs> I, 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 write, I write my articles, I write my blogs and of course I'm very verbal and I thought, oh good, I'm going to have time now to do my book. No, <laughs> I never seem to have time. Um, I know for me, it's going to be an audio book because you know, I'm a person that, that will speak it and then yeah. get it transcribed. But I had full intentions of doing it for the last two or three years and then it just, seems to get away from me and i know that you know when that time is right that time will be presented and it will just pour out um so it's it's just setting that time aside <laughs> and what, would, what would your writing topic be would it be about your podcast or would it be what would it be well i actually originally was going to do it my, my angels um well my, my, it was going to be my angel's perspective. Yes. Of, what have I got into with this one, you know? <laughs> uh, and on my life, keep trying to steer me down this way and I'm going off yeah. that way. Uh, but then I spoke with a publisher and he said, no, share the story of what podcasting has done and how it's changed your life and, and what it's done for me and what yeah. it's done for others. So I think that will be the first book. And the Oi Voi one will be the second book <laughs> <laughs> when I get there. <laughs> Tell us about your your angels, if you if you can. Tell us about your experience with your angels, because um, we haven't spoken in a while. Right. No, no. My angels are always in a circle around me. They kind of know that I've realized that I am Haglas, the Celtic rune disruption, <laughs> and chaos. That's how I work, and it and it's finding the order in the chaos. You know, it's finding the solution in the chaos, the creativity in the chaos. But I I am that chaos and so my angels are always in a circle around me feeding me um, and calming me but it's not like they're on my shoulder or this or that they're they're around me that circle I think probably I'm a bit too chaotic for them at times <laughs> but you know you never feel alone you know you always know there's someone there I've never spiritually felt alone you know, anytime I had any problems and, and, and I do have a physical problem, which causes some physical depression. Um, and that is always to do with more of my human aspect rather than my spiritual. My spiritual is always at home. Right. Of course. And that's true for all of us when, when we um, are in our bodies and present. Yes, we experience our physical a little bit more than yeah, when we're exactly. meditating and in our bliss state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
and, and you know, you, where do we prefer to be? But you know, my lesson has been get back in your body. Any <laughs> <laughs> amazing experiences you've had while with um, messages you've received? Any any profound messages you could share with us? It's not so much messages. It's just. Um, you know what everything that core value that core feeling is when the core you know i was i was having a conflict with my human and my spiritual self and it was always the two personalities yes. and it's a, when the, the merge finally happened and and i became one and, and there was that sense of peace a sense you know i have a i'm always putting things out in graphics you know sayings that come to me and yeah. you know one of them is i'm not everybody's cup of tea but i'm somebody strong black cup of coffee you know and it's all right to be so you know i i spent my life trying to be what others wanted me to be or adjust to what they needed from me instead of understanding that what i am is going to be what people will receive from me and that they either get it or they don't get it and that's okay they either like you or don't like you and that's okay, that's okay. just be yourself and so although i preached it i wasn't practicing it because i just still had that disconnect and definitely the connection is one now yeah and so what would be your message your message to everyone stop thinking <laughs> you know the buts and the ends and the everything else but uh, and feel your knowledge step into your knowingness you know we, we talked about this knowledge. 10 years ago yeah 10 years ago we talked about this you know the the gut feeling the spirit speaking to you that resonates with the heart uh, goes into your spirit action and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it and we've got to understand we have a, a soul heart and spirit intellect and if we listen to that intellect, we'll always be guided on how to use our knowledge. If we just stay up in our knowledge, we're running around with this data all the time, always going, yes, but, yes, but, yes, but, right? And we're never into action, we're never into calm. Right. So I would say feel the knowledge rather than just think it. Wow, I'm getting that message a lot lately. I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were talking about music and pitches and I think, oh, yeah. right? And so yeah. he's saying, it's so important not to think the pitch, but to feel mm -hmm. the pitch. Yes. Right. And so it, I keep getting this message of converting all my experiences to feelings. I'm a, I'm a big feeler. I mean, you know, very emotional and very connected emotionally. But when you think about feeling your thoughts versus thinking your thoughts, that's a whole yeah. other, that's a whole other. Yeah. yeah. And, and some people just don't get it. They yeah. just don't get it and they, they're not ready for it yet, you know, and then they will come across it when they're ready, you know, when they're willing and when it opens up for them. And maybe it's not this lifetime. Who knows? Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, we're all here for a particular experience. Um, but I know that those that feel it mm -hmm. also know how to even feel the pain without it being painful, you yeah. know, um, and to to really understand the gratitude and the joy of life. That doesn't mean that we live in la la land and kumbaya. Yeah. You know, it means that we know where to give our energy and where not to. And, um, you know, we know what to embrace and what, not, what to let go of. And it's a, you know, you mentioned music and frequency. A, I refer to people as in their self-discovery of what their instrument is in life. Right. Learning to play that instrument and finding the orchestra in which to play it in. And right. there are many different instruments and there are many different orchestras, but you're trying to find your home. But how can you go to the orchestra if you don't know your instrument? Absolutely. And how can you go if you don't know how to play it? So first, it is you, your inside job. What is your instrument? Everybody's given a gift of something. 
That's right. And it's not measured against somebody else's gift because some people, it could be a burden at such yeah. a greater gift. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if you know the janitor or the CEO, everybody is important. And it's stepping into your gift and doing it from a place of authenticity and love, self-love first, because that's what exudes out. And music to me is my equalizer. Uh, if I find I'm off kilter, I'm feeling a bit down, on goes the headphones and I listen to music and it's not always the words. It's, it's that frequency of music that just resets my whole vibration, my whole frequency back into an equilibrium again and I'm back in flow and I'm back in rhythm. Yes. I was watching yesterday, I was on Facebook and you know how you can, you, you're on the homepage and you, you see all the posts people put up and there's a post there of um, Bill Gates, he's smiling and he's climbing upstairs and somebody throws a, a pie in his face, right? And they quickly rush him inside. And I'm thinking, you know, if it wasn't for Bill Gates, the technology you're sitting and watching right now yeah. wouldn't be yeah. what it is. And you know, it, it's like Steve Jobs, a brilliant person. Yeah. Was he a particularly nice person? No, but we cannot, you know, deny the geniusness, no, you know, and that's the thing is um, Bill Gates is a genius. So he might be going down the avenue at the present moment. I don't particularly agree with, yes, um, well. with vaccines and things like that. But, you know, that is, again, we're allowed to say we don't like something. That's right. It doesn't mean you don't have to don't like the person. That's right. And right? Or condemn them. Or, or judge them, you know, no. that's really really important as an individual because how you are affects you you know whatever's happening around you won't affect you until you put your spin on it whether yeah. it's judgment or love right so there's this whole there's this whole thing happening right now where everyone seems to be judging everyone else and and how about just how about just being at peace Minding your own business, <laughs> you know? and you know, you, you mentioned Bill, um, Bill McCracken, now known as Bill Mackey. Um, he and I would have these great debates, hours on, you know, looking at a thing, and both of us seeing, it, and neither one of us were wrong. Yeah. Is that we saw it so fervently from our perspective because our perspectives were different, but then it also showed us how to shift them and see it yeah. from the other person. Doesn't mean I'm still going to agree with you, but yeah. I'm going to get where you're coming from. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it's like a hologram, right? There's different sides to a hologram. Yeah. And, and you see it in different shades and different colors and different um, reflections, but it's still a hologram. It's still yeah. the very same thing, right? And it's yeah. like God, you know, you, there's all these different attributes of God, whether they're, whether it's the wrathful God or the loving God or the creator God or the destroyer God or whatever you want to say, it's still all one. It's still all God. Yeah. We're all still one. And so I think it's learning how to appreciate how all those, all those different as aspects create what we have as our reality. It's still as a whole, it doesn't exist without the other, right? Right. The yin yang, the balance. Yeah, okay. right. the balance. Yeah, I, um, I was listening to an interview this morning while I was doing some editing and I like to have, you know, something going on in my head. And it was a show that I like the fact that Facebook brings up things from the past, you know, the memories. And so, oh, oh I haven't played that show in a while and off I'll play it. And it was um, a lieutenant, um, you know, colonel in the army and he was talking work hard, pray hard. 
And, you know, he's saying no soldier really likes to be a soldier. Nobody really wants to go to war. But, you know, it, he was there to protect his men. And he had been completely anti-religion and the righteousness and you're going to go to hell of this and that. But he's an incredibly godly person. Yeah. And he prays every day and he reads the Bible. And he said, but my relationship with God is my relationship. And it is one that is direct, that doesn't have to go through somebody else who tells me how I have to pray. And I had one of my hosan, who's a pastor in a church, a wonderful guy, Charles Edwards. And um, he called his show, The World According to Gus, God, Universe, Spirit. It's all the same thing. It's again back to that perspective of how we see it how we see the energy, how we see the person or how we see the love. So, yeah, it doesn't mean right or wrong. It just means a different opinion or a different view. Right right or wrong is what you decide in the moment, right? It's not... It's a very human thing. It's a very human thing. Yeah. Wrong for me, right for me. We're allowed to do that. You know, this is wrong for me or right for me. But how can we judge that what's wrong or right for someone else? That's right. That's right. And the choice we make in any given moment could be right or could be wrong for us. And that's okay, right? And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And um, even but, abstaining from a choice is a choice. That's right. Even abstaining from choice is a choice. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anything you want to share that you've been going through in your life or, or any wisdom you want to share or any insight you want to share with us? That's Just because people find a sense of peace or a sense of oneness themselves, you know, one with the universe doesn't mean they still don't have the challenges. I have asthma. I'm a, you know, could be very vulnerable right now in the situation out there. <clears throat> I also have fibromyalgia. And, you know, I have my challenges physically of what I can and cannot do. And as I get older, those challenges can be a little more challenging. And it's not to look at what you've got and look at it as an enemy. Look at it as a partner. And, you know, maybe it's a partner you don't particularly want, but it's one that you've got and there's a reason for it. You know, for me, perhaps keeping me grounded so I'm not out there all the time. And it's, you know, to honor your body. What does your body need today? It will tell you, hey, you haven't been giving me any attention. Bang, you know, I've got to flatten you if you don't pay attention. Um, but then also having that negotiation with the body, I'm going to be needing to do this, be there for me. And if you have that partnership, you know, with, with your human and your spirit, with your body and, and your purpose, you will find that balance. But to, to understand that when you step into the world of spirituality, when you raise that frequency, you um, open up to that higher vibration, that higher dimension, it doesn't mean that you're still not going to go through the experiences as a human being. It does mean that you're going to be able to cope with them and understand them a lot better and get through them a lot better because you now now have the skills and the knowledge on how to do it. And that is life's journey. Don't try and shortcut it. Don't try and put the foot to the pedal on the highway. Take the side roads. Life is to be experienced, good and bad. There's so much to learn from the challenges in life. And I have discovered how strong I am, how courageous I am, how much ability I have, and that it's okay to be me. And that's taken a lifetime journey to do that. And we don't have to wait until, you know, later on in life, folks, you you can do it (laughs) earlier. (laughs) But it's about participating in your life, but also allowing your life and be willing to go through the experiences. And when you do, and you get to that comfortable place, is that I'm, 
I love having people around me, but mm -hmm. I'm also quite happy just to be with me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's waves, right? It's waves. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. Uh, the, yeah. Waves, the waves come and go and they come and go and the people come and go and the experiences come and go and it's all very organic how it works out. Mm, totally. Yeah. yeah. And yet if you step into allow and you go with the flow, you know, I've, I'm a blueprinter. You know, I blueprinted uh, nearly two and a half years ago, particular vision of where I wanted to take self-discovery media and self-discovery media community, discovering communities that are out there doing the wonderful work and, and being that platform, that voice and that catalyst, you know, rather like Gaia, you yeah. know, or Netflix, you know, being that hub of where this is where you'll find this. And uh, I was about to step into that and I hired someone who was um, constructing quote quote the 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 structure of the building for that and it ended up you know we ran into a problem and we ran into a problem that cannot be fixed under that circumstance so do i throw the baby out with the bathwater or do i find balance i keep this side of it and i merge that side of it into as one Right. And all you have to do is ask, well, that's what I'm going to do. It's just how, because the vision is meant to be fulfilled. Right. How it's going to be fulfilled, when it's going to be fulfilled is only on, you know, as the wind will blow. That's right. <laughs> so true. So true. And, you know, I think individuals like us who have so many personalities come into their lives and, and get to, get to see the vulnerabilities of these individuals, you know, because sometimes when you're interviewing someone, they will say something to you just because of your line of questioning that they wouldn't otherwise say, that they wouldn't have even thought of saying, right? right? Mm -hmm. But because of some, re for whatever reason, you were graced to, with the, with the, with the knowingness. desire or knowingness <laughs> to ask that question they now have opened up and are vulnerable to you in that moment. And there's such beauty in that vulnerability, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I've had people at the end of it saying, you know, I've never told anybody that. Yeah. How many people have I just gone and told, yeah. you know, do we cut it out? And I said, no, yeah. own it. Yeah. Be that inspiration for someone exactly. else. Be that permission for someone else. I say the same thing. I, you know, it's like, well, how long is this interview going to be? Um, however long it needs to be. Well, what do we Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is that we feel like talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's conversational, you know. You don't go out and meet someone over a cup of coffee and go, no, this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, that's a meeting. When you're with people, you just talk about it. A little bit more directional, obviously, when we're doing a yeah. show. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's a conversation. I say to yeah. People say to me, I, I grab my coffee or I listen to you in the bar or on my transit or a glass of wine. And I sit back and I listen, you know, and it's – whichever way you want to hear this is our way of of doing it that's right and as as the as the questions are coming i usually just keep asking the questions until i feel that lull where yeah it's like you know okay this this is it's done now right and you yes that lull and, yeah. then, and then that's it it organically ends and it organically yeah, yeah. that, that wave yeah. has now had its peak and it's going down you know i, I do hour-long shows and, and sometimes we go over uh, and, uh, and I say, well, I, I'm just joking. You know, I'm the boss. I can decide. But, you know, there are some people that only start opening up at that halfway period. Right. And just as you get to that hour, they're in full bloom. I'm not going to cut them off right then. You know, I can wind it down, but I don't want people to lose out on that 
that beauty that's there right now. I've had people who are talking about, for example, let's say near-death experiences, mm -hmm. and they're sharing one near-death experience after the other. I'm not going to cut them off. No way. <laughs> no way. That's why no more live shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Because there's so such profound depth in their experience as they're mm. speaking about it in their own words rather than me putting words into them you know yes I mean? you've just you've just drawn it out of them and yes. and, and you know um, as i said i'm sure like with you too you know is um i've interviewed some people that are very high dimensional people right. uh, in fact i have one right now on on tom neglo and he channels um the um the guy who built the taj mahal and he, he channels kutimi and uh, he just completely goes into, you know, this East Indian um, persona. He has no memory of it while he's in there. He just goes to black. And we've already had a couple of conversations and a couple of shows. And, um, and we've got another one next week. And, and you know, for, I love those type of shows because, of course, we're, we're talking higher dimensional. We're opening up those channels. We're going into a different realm. And I love those. And I know they're not for everyone. Some people, it scares them. And that's okay. So, you know, I have shows that go across the board. Uh, of where where we need to go but i do really do love those ones when when we go there when we well, when really you, travel high <laughs> when, you, when you bring up like when you brought up the taj mahal and talking to this man who's channeling it i've interviewed somebody who who um went to india and all of a sudden shah jahan starts speaking to him and guiding him mm -hmm. as where to go and what to do and and um yes right i don't know if you've had the opportunity to interview um Dr. Ron Lane Smith. He's an no, architect. No. He's an architect and, and he's a lover of the Taj Mahal. And what he did was because of what he received through these experiences, he was able to create a digital model of the Taj Mahal exactly as is the Taj Mahal today. And well, uh, actually, mathematically, it is absolutely perfectly balanced. That's it right. is one of the most math mathematical equations of a building ever built. That's right. Yeah. So it would be, be fascinating to get the two of them together. Yes, definitely. Right? Yes, and, definitely. And, and yeah. see how they interact with, mm -hmm. with each other. Maybe yeah. do a, a joint interview. Of right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, round table there, yeah. And uh, his wife, um, Shelley Neglo, she's been working for women for a long time. She does these uh, women's seminars and it's, it's um, you know, women stepping into themselves and everything. And she's always in the room when he does the channeling. Uh, and they've, we've just done the show on relationships and uh, they say, they, you know, they've been married 49 years. They got married when she was two, you know, because she looks so young. So they have to be in their 70s. But they, they were sitting next to each other, still melded into each other, you know, which was so beautiful. But they talk about a time that they nearly talked about divorce and they both had to go on their own separate journey to, journeys to come back together. And that's when he discovered that you know, he had this ability and she discovered her abilities and now they've merged their abilities on one platform and, and respect each other's um, platforms on the other side. So it's really wonderful to see. Wow. And, and that's another one too, mediums. When you interview mediums and mm. the stories mediums share with us about, um, about their experiences with their clients mm -hmm. and, and the experiences they have with their clients and, 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 their families who passed on such fascinating, fascinating yeah. individuals. And yeah. There was one I did that really does stand out. She's in England and she, um, she channels people's recipes 
and she takes exactly the ingredients that are given to her and then she makes them up. Oh. And some of them, she said, are really bizarre, but they taste wonderful. And it's somebody in you know, a grandma's old recipe, you know, and it just comes through to her. And, but she also does this one thing, you know, it's called the, the gourmet clairvoyant. Oh. And she also did this thing on the fruits that we go after, the color, whether it's aubergine or greens or, yeah. or oranges, it matches our chakras. And so if we're oh. craving a certain vegetable or fruit of color, that means that our chakra is needing a boost that's in that color which is really wonderful i did a two-part show with her and she was a guest yes they they um that's one of those sanskrit hindu teachings too that the colors of our foods are actually as we eat them are are, are nourishing our chakras mm -hmm. yeah and that's why if you crave something eat it don't deny yourself i don't know what kind of chakra chocolate is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm uh, eating it. <laughs> I think that's ground, so I think. <laughs> yeah, trying to ground myself. You see, that's yeah. me trying to ground myself. Chocolate. <laughs> I'm going with that one. <laughs> I think we're too up in the air, and we're trying to ground ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the champagne or the bubbly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think that's another thing in life right is that when you, you stop taking everything so seriously and you lighten up and you go with the flow and you find the humor in life and if we can't laugh what can we do so have you done any travel podcasts like where you've been where you've been somewhere else and interviewed someone um no i haven't traveled too much except to always go home to england um you know i've gone back like every couple of years and when my mum passed I thought you know, I, now I can go elsewhere but now I have elderly brothers and sisters so I go back and see them but every time I do a trip back there I always incorporate it into a podcast I was there in September and so I, I did a whole one on you know meeting uh, cousins that I haven't seen in 44 years and yeah. my one cousin that I hadn't seen in 44 years her, she's married to Dave, uh, Dave Brubeck's son I don't know if any, you remember Dave Brubeck yeah. the jazz performer from the 60s uh, Take 5 which is often I'm redone 69 Sarah <laughs> <laughs> well his music still lives on and his son Darius Brubeck is also a jazz performer and so I had the honor of interviewing him as well and he's the cousin that's just had this COVID virus and we really thought we had lost him. He was, wow. uh, they had him unconscious for three weeks and it was touch and go there. And yeah. he's, he's got a long haul, a long haul back, but he's at least at home now. Um, but you know, I hadn't seen her in 44 years. And, and we went out for a lunch where there was um, my sister and three other cousins and myself and, and her husband. My brother was actually in France at the time, so he couldn't be there. And it was just so wonderful because we hadn't seen each other all in such a long time. And it was really wonderful to do. So, yeah, I mean, whenever something happens, I was incorporated into one of my shows. <laughs> did, you email, did you email everyone? I mean, did you interview everyone? I don't know why no, no, no. My, my brother, I have interviewed my brother because he's a writer. I have interviewed him a few times. My sister's still in the twilight zone of what I do. <laughs> um, in fact, at one point, she called me a do-goody communist. <laughs> so, you know, it shows you how far out of understanding what I do. She's proud of me, though she has no idea. So, no, that wouldn't work. But, um, Did you interview your mom? Sorry? Oh, I did. A, yes, I did a, a couple of tributes to my mum when she passed. Yes. Yeah. And, and even to my pets when I lost them, you know, because, um, yeah, you know, it's, they've gone home. 
they're okay. You know, it's just what's lost, you know, it's us being left behind. That's always sad. But she was, she made it to 95, which was amazing. That's right. And how beautiful is that for you to tribute the celebrity of your mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure I've interviewed one of my daughters twice. Um, the other two, no. Again, they respect what I do, but I'm still mum. Yeah. <laughs> no, it still is. What does mum know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. After, I'm sure whether it's your mom or your daughters, they have insights to share, but not just with you, but the rest yeah. of the And you know, when the time comes, when the time comes, they'll be there. And it might not be me, it might be somebody else. But yeah. You know, they're all on their own journeys right now right. and uh, uh, in their own exploration. And uh, that's fine. That's wonderful. And, uh, you know, they respect. I mean, this is probably the only thing other than motherhood that I have stayed with and dedicated to. I've been eight years doing this now, completely committed to it through thick and thin. Yeah. And absolutely love it and have no intention of walking away from it. And that was the only other thing of that was my mother, you know, was being a mother. Yeah. Um, so when they find that something that grabs them like that, you know, then they'll want to share it. But in the meantime, they're on their life's journey. Well, I just recently started doing the interviews again, and I just realized how much I miss them. Like I, mm -hmm. I miss them so much. And just that connection that forms. Remember, yeah. Astro was called Astral Connections. Yes, right? yes, yes, exactly. And that connection yeah. that forms. I, I recently posted like, um, when I started working with David Sarita, I, I reconnected with, um, I call her Bindu, but Parvinder Graywall. Mm -hmm. And I had done a, an interview with her when we were like, you know, in our, in our 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now, and you're working with her now and, and it's just a whole, it's just like, hey, I interviewed you when you were in your 30s, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. What, and how life has changed for you um, in this in this time and now I'm working with you again, how it's just so amazing and so fascinating. That re-interview, that interview, that second or third interview to follow up on, on what happened in the, in, the, in the previous interview, that in itself is so fascinating. Well, I've been interviewed quite a number of times. Yeah. And I go back to your first one uh, that you did with me, which was a two-parter, and I've often listened to it, yeah. and it's like I'm still I'm still saying the same thing. You yeah. know, it's, you, you go back to you know, have I gone anywhere? No, I've maybe I've maybe advanced, but the core of what I'm saying is still there. And there was one other person that interviewed me where I really felt they interviewed the core of me, the essence of me. Other than that, it's been very nice interviews, but maybe not quite got me. Wow. So there's only been you and one other that's done that. Oh my God! Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate that. I know you really I, brought me out. So <laughs> I love I appreciate that. <laughs> it's I don't know. I just I don't know how else to say it, but I feel this love for the person that's sitting in front of me. And I just want to know what they love. Like I want to know mm. what it is that you love, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like the exchange of energy again, you know, and, you know, I'll tell you one that you will get it appreciated of. And there's somebody from the UK that, um, I used to interview and uh, she, she had entities that spoke to her and um, they got so excited one day in doing a show, they jumped in and her computer crashed, my computer crashed and oh. right over the other side of the house, I had an umbrella on a deck up at the front. It took off 
over my house and the next door's house and landed in the garden. And this is all because the energy would just went, so she had to have a talk with them about calming down. We had to reset everything up again. Don't underestimate this energy. That's is right. And I've grown quite a bit too in the, in, in the last 10 years too, like spiritually, energetically in my meditation ability, you know, and um, things seem more instantaneous when it comes to manifestation. In yeah, my life. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure more in the flow, right? You're more in the flow. And, and there's been chaotic things too, really, really, oh, yeah. really blasts of chaos. And then, and then there's that period of, immense manifestation where it's like one after the other it's like don't say it don't say it be careful what you say <laughs> you know how it is right now just be careful what you say and and but but it's a journey and it's such a beautiful journey right every day yeah. It's so yeah. and so like i'm i'm sure when you're sitting in front of someone and 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 you're um interacting with them you're thinking too, like you know, the pleasure and the and the and the grace to be able to do what you're doing. Yeah. It is like it. It, it yeah. feels like it feels like you know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing yeah. me to connect with this person in front of me. Yeah, yeah. I, I find your purpose. You know, was was. Always, you know, I had these things I could do well, those things I could do well, those things I couldn't do well. But, you know, in doing this, you know, and the discovering of what I can do, but it's that community of people that I've met and yeah. that we have become that community. And it doesn't matter how much time passes, you know, how we can still reach out and, and that connection is still beautifully there. And, you know, I mean, when you get that feedback, you know, if somebody saying that show saved my life. Yeah. Well, that show changed yeah. my life. Right. And, you know, and it's, and when you go that and you go, it's, it's not it's about the numbers. It's about that one, that that's one's right. life that's changed, you that's know? Right. It's so priceless to hear that, right? Then, yeah. And mm. um, it's not even about what you're doing, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's about who it's affecting out there and what it's yeah. like. When my YouTube channel, I felt what, I was scared to death that, you know, it went down. Um, my worry wasn't so much the YouTube channel. My worry yeah. was that this, these interviews are going to be lost, you know, and the information in them and the passion mm. in them and those people and not for me, but for the people that, you know, Hey, these people need to be known out there. You know, they can't be lost. Yeah. And there is an interview. Not, that's why I have everything backed up. Yeah. You know, I back up and, and I've only done video now for two and a half years, um, five years of just the audio beforehand, which of course is easier to store. Okay. You know, now with the video, it takes up a lot of storage. So we've gone through a few hard drive, external hard drives here. Um, so, you know, sometimes it happens that something gets blown yes. and, uh, you know, uh, all of my shows are, are on SoundCloud. Um, right. And the reason I choose them is that I can break things up into different genres. So you haven't got 2,500 shows and just in a streamline. You can right. go to a genre of interest. Um, but I'm across various other platforms as well. And then big one I have a battle with is iTunes. Don't get me going on them. Just on your video as well. No, I, the video is on YouTube and Libra. And, um, and then the audio is on various other platforms, but I haven't got video on you on iTunes. I just find them so difficult to deal with, really yeah. difficult to deal with. So yeah. eventually we'll get there. Somebody who knows how to do it because everybody's having a problem and some people just know and, 
you know, it's, um, but in the meantime, I have many other platforms that people Tell can Tell me about Libra. Um, Libra is another, uh, it's L-B-R-Y, and it's another video platform. Yeah. And it's actually one where, you know, you can actually make some money if you wanted to from it. But it's just another video platform. And plus, uh, it's a good backup for you. I don't know if they can do it video, yeah. but uh, Amazon. S E. Yeah, S S three. Um, you can back up your audios up there as well. So, you know, it's just back it up in whichever areas you possibly can. Well, I'm backed up. It's just the thought of losing everything and then not, and then having to upload everything again because there's yeah. not you know one or two. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's you know as I said with um, we're running into this problem with uh, yeah. this site that was being transferred over and they lost all my links and everything and yeah. I have to go through twenty five hundred shows and do That's the links. Right. No, you know I'll stay yeah. here yeah. and we'll merge there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, sometimes you know it's not just oh give up it's not going to work because it's not going to work on all one platform. No, it's okay. Yin Yang, I have two platforms now and they can merge together. All it is is a link. That's it. A simple link, right? Yeah. yeah. I have a tech so, background, so if anyone should know about backing up, it should be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, that's the, you know, um, it takes me, I don't know about you, anything from four to five hours to, to produce and do a show. Absolutely. Because I do, I do, you know, it's a blog. Um, it's a blog and it's got graphics and it has all their information plus the audio and, and the video and you've got to, uh, you know, edit the video and then upload it twice and, and, but you know, it's some parts of it. Yes. I'd love to hand over to others, but other parts, I really love the creativity. Yes, of it. Me, too. So, me too. Yeah. I love being part of it. I'm like, no one's going to be able to know what was going through your head while you were interviewing them. So how are they going to yeah. edit it properly? Right. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, it, what, what I love about right now is that, you know, so, oh, just a Zoom interview. <laughs> and, uh, and then now what we're looking at is like Zoom is trying to keep up because now all of your TV shows are on Zoom. All of the you know, people who have their own studios are now doing things by Zoom. And you're seeing them in their natural habitat and, you know, no hair and makeup. And, you know, and it's like, oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> they still got somebody to do the editing for them but you know it's yeah and it's interesting to watch and i think in a lot of ways it's nicer to watch because we're seeing them more organically yes yes so you talked a little bit about your interaction with bill um but like are you still in touch with him i i often think about it was actually his birthday yesterday so no. i was in touch with him but i haven't seen him you know we we parted company uh, october 2017 and uh, i actually went up to toronto for three months I, it was the first time in 37 years i didn't have anyone to look after and so i went up to toronto to be with my daughter for a while and then decided that minus 36 was not for me and uh, I came back to BC, did not want to go back to the mainland, and I came to Victoria. And I've now been here almost two and a half years, and I love it. I love the island of Victoria. And uh, But I haven't seen Bill in a good couple of years, and every now and again, we'll have a phone call. Um, I watch what he's doing, and, uh, you know, his, as I said, his advancements of understanding, you know, um, how we work, how the brain works, and how we interact and communicate with each other is quite something, and he's really building something quite uh, quite good there. But we don't see it's, we don't really see each other. I think I'll, I think um, you'll have to give me his contact so I can get in touch with yes. him. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Get him in yeah. as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been it's definitely been a while, and that would be wonderful to yeah. really interact with him. 
Yeah, uh, he actually uh, did a few shows with with me, obviously, and uh, yeah. and then we had a. Um, a lady called, she used to call herself snake oil woman because back in the 60s when she started yeah. doing all the alternative quote quote, they called her <laughs> snake oil woman. Yeah. And so she was in her late 70s when she came to me. She was maybe four or five years and retired at 81. But the last couple of years she uh, co-hosted with Bill and her shows were Wise Health and they would talk about health her from the you know the the herbal and vitamin holistic and him from you know the spiritual health aspect and so they did interviews together with other people and uh, until she retired i'm gonna hold you to that interview i suggest with um dr ron lane smith yes he's you know getting on in age and and becoming quite frail now his eyesight's going it'd be really good to get his insights it'd be really good to get his insights and together um, his and um, Tom's was it? Yes, it's Tom Negolo. Tom and Negolo. Um, Tom Negolo. And uh, um, as I said, I've done I'm about to do three shows next week. Another show with him, uh, one with his wife on relationships, wow. and then the other one was just just basically on the message of what. And but he goes into this wonderful personality, yes. and very very profound. And um, next week we're doing one on enlightenment. Wow. Wow. Well, and I'm definitely going start, to start doing a marathon session of your interviews. Uh, to be 100% honest, uh, I haven't watched any of them. And I imagine I'm missing out on a ton of amazing, amazing. Um, You're probably like Christine Hill, too, which is uh, from the Channeling Ascensions. Right. And uh, she went down a really dark road, you know, on the street, everything, and was put in an institution because she kept hearing voices in her, in her head. And it was right. this voice of a fella that was saying, no, I need to speak through you. Right. And so that became her journey where she channels a fella, uh, who is a, an entity, not a past life or angel, um, who comes through and speaks to her and speaks uh, to people on healing and on the world and everything else as well. And we did uh, co-hosted a whole lot of shows together called Channeling Ascensions. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm definitely doing a Sarah Troy marathon of interviews. <laughs> well, selfdiscoverymedia.com, it's all up there. So um, I have noticed that a few links aren't working, so back to WordPress I go. So, <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the side of it I don't like, but, you know, it's got to be done, right? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be done. And, you know, if you need help with that, you can call on me. <laughs> <laughs> be careful, I might. <laughs> There's always a headache to be had, yeah. And you're um, okay you know, I find in the... You're okay with mm -hmm. me editing this? This. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yes, no problem with with uh, with editing and things like that. Now my biggest problem is when you run into a background thing, yes. you know, on the side audio, and you're trying to actually speak to something, and everything is chat, and you've just got into something with someone, and they've gone off, and somebody else comes on. Can I help you? You've just spent an hour with them. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. yeah. So, yeah. That's the frustrating part, but oh well, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. And um, yeah, well, oh my God, it was so, so awesome reconnecting with you. Yeah, now you've got to come on with me. Yes, I will. I will. Um, let me know when and absolutely yep. I will. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, um, maybe we can do one. Uh, maybe you can do one with David Sarita as well. He's very, very Yes, I would love to. I would love to. Um, I love those type of shows. Yeah. Check out his website. It's davidsarita.co. And um, he has quite the story too. And, and he went through some drama a few months ago that 
he and I kind of went through together, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and we've gone through it and that's, that's just, and that's the whole, the whole point of going through it. You yeah. can't ignore it. You can't run away yeah. from it. You have to face it. And if you've got somebody you can face it with, that's wonderful. But you know, it's like being pregnant. That's you know, you know, it's, you're about to give birth and you go, you know, oh God, I don't know if I want to do this hard luck. <laughs> there is only one thing that's happened. This baby's got to come out of you one way or the other. You've got to go through it. And yeah, so, you know. that experience. So that, <laughs> that you know. Well, I've had it three times, but I also kind of associate our own self-discovery as kind of our own, you know, gestation and, and then giving birth to ourselves again and yes it can be painful at times it can be uncomfortable but my goodness when when you're reborn and you're there and you see who you are and what your possibilities are ha, hallelujah it was all worth it so before we go do you want to share with everyone when your next podcast is where they can find you um what the categories are etc okay there's 18 categories so that anything from choose puzzling 18. Uh, choose positive living, ignite your heart and soul, quantum spirituality, your health is your choice, building a business, uh, uh, an author's kiss um, for the love of music, uh, veterans, uh, raising our gifted children and more. Um, then go to selfdiscoverymedia.com, selfdiscoverymedia.com. If you go to podcasts, you will see all the list of podcasts there. Uh, and each genre representing something else, mental health and um, <clears throat> and I have other hosts, so you go to past hosts and you can see all the shows that they've done there too and their genres as well. And the new shows come out every Tuesday. Um, and uh, most shows, yeah, because there's so many genres, I very rarely do a genre, you know, back to back, same one. Um, but the show is, is up there in archive. You just go to WhatsApp and it's, that's the list of all of them. What's new rather? And that gives you all of them in order. And um, anything from two shows to five shows a week, depending on just what's happening in life um, and uh, all different type of topics, all different type of things. So the what's new will give you always what's current, the latest shows that have been up there. But then if you go to each one of the genres, it shows you all of the shows in sequence. And um, you can put in the search engine if there's a particular topic you're looking for and it will come up. One of the problems I'm having past 2017, certain shows aren't coming up. So back to WordPress, better work, work that out. And, um, but yeah, it's a, uh, and if there's a topic you want me to cover, you just let me know. So you can just go to selfdiscoverymedia at gmail.com, selfdiscoverymedia at gmail.com. And I'll be, you know, A, to see if I have a show or look for someone who's got that topic or call on somebody who I've done it with before and, um, and, and cover it because that's what it's all about, sharing the knowledge. Absolutely. Um, so if somebody was to go to your website right now, should I suggest the Keisha interview to them? The which one? The Keisha. La Keisha, yes. Yeah. You can suggest any of them, any of them. I mean, it really depends on what they're wanting. Yeah. You know, it's just, if you're interested in like Tom, in, in, you know, in, the, in the wonderful person that he brings on from the Taj Mahal and, and that wisdom, um, if you want to listen to, you know, his wife, Shelley Neglo, on, on, on leadership of women and our sensuality is our creativity, not sexuality. Yeah. Um, it, you know, if you're building a business or if you want to know about your health, it's whatever your topic is that you're interested in. Well, it's there. intuition. Hmm? Follow your intuition. Follow your intuition. What do you need to hear right now? When I go into a bookstore, yes. I wander the bookstore and let a book pop out to me. 
So, you know, wander through the, through the thing. Every, every show will show you a little blurb of it. And if that looks like that's a topic for you, then click on it. And there it is. You can listen to it in an audio format. You can watch it in a video format and, uh, and, and just simply enjoy it, whichever way you want to enjoy it. But, you know, what do you need to know right now? Let the library show you. Wow. I'm excited. I'm excited to go peruse through your interviews now. <laughs> There's some good people on there. Some really good people. Some exceptional people. Because you are very... Oh, you were talking about Keshi. Yeah. Keshi. Yeah. yeah. In fact, if you just put in Keshi, K-E-C-H-I, all three shows I've done with her will come up. Right. And she truly is an inspiration. She really is. You've mentioned her twice now. So that's... <laughs> You know, you really, uh, you know, you step into gratitude after you've listened to her. And also, you know, what's your excuse? If she can face this, surely we can face whatever we need to face. Wow. I'm so excited. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And it was, it was just amazing reconnecting with you. I mean, it's been so long and it just feels like we picked yeah. up and we left off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, some water has gone under the bridge. We've been washed a little bit, so we come out a bit cleaner. And you know, the core of who we are is still the same. And that's where we connected way back when. And that's how we will continue our connection. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah.